Hello and welcome to This Day Rocks from Vintage Rock Pod, the ultimate classic rock podcast with big name interviews every Monday and short daily episodes from Tuesday through Sunday. I'm Paul Stevenson. Thanks as always for hitting play. Now, today is September the 11th, and we're looking at a band that have been on the go for about 50 years. But as always, we start with the birthdays, and we open with American guitarist and singer for many years with Sticks, and with a spell in the Damn Yankees. I'm talking about Tommy Shaw. Tommy joined Sticks in 1976, and it's been pretty much ever present since. Tommy is celebrating his 69th birthday today. Also celebrating is Style Council founding member and one-time member of Dexy's Midnight Runners, Mick Talbot. Mick is 64 years old today. But for our main story, we're talking about a band who released their 16th studio album on this day, 35 years ago. Yes, on this day in 1987, the mighty Jethro Tull released their album, Crest of a Knave. As I said, it was their 16th studio album by this point, but it was a memorable one for a number of reasons. First up, it was their first release since Ian Anderson's forced vocal rest, which saw him stop singing for a couple of years. It brought about a completely different style on this record. And secondly, this is the album that caused the controversy at the Grammy Awards, when it won for Best Hard Rock Metal Performance, beating the Red Hot favourites Metallica. Jethro Tull didn't even attend the ceremony, thinking they had no chance of winning. Now, this album for me is a good album. Of course, it's different from those in the 70s, given the era that it was set in, but it's nice to hear Martin Barr's guitar prominent. And my standout track on the record is Budapest, probably because of the Dire Straits feel to it. Now, with me on the show, though, I've got a clip of an interview I did with author Laura Shenton, who has written a number of books on Jethro Tull, as well as many other top bands as well. And here's us talking about the many fans Tull picked up over the decades. They've also got an army of famous fans as well, the likes of Nick Cave and Rush and Iron Maiden too. They've all they've all referenced, haven't they, Jethro Tull? As, and they're all big fans of what they do and what Ian does and everything like that. Yeah, definitely. And I think that's, that's testament to how good Jethro Tull's output have been over the decades. I mean, there's always something you can learn from listening to their music. Um, you know, even if you do so just for pleasure, you know, there's a lot of interesting ideas. I mean the subject content of their albums was very different. I mean, while everybody, you know, how many people have written albums and songs about like love and relationships and all that kind of stuff. Um, and during that time, you know, Jeff Motel have covered um, plays, horses, um, rural themes, you know, all the things that you wouldn't expect from rock music. And that's always a pleasure to listen to. Laura Shenton there. Please check out her books. She's written tons on many of your favourite bands, I can guarantee you. Just put Laura Shenton into Amazon and you can take a look. But that's it for September the 11th. I'll be back tomorrow with an incredible full-length interview with one of the great drummers of our time, the police's Stuart Copeland. It is a cracking interview. You don't want to miss it. So, until then... Take care.